Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Rivardo, joined by my co-host, Alex Wilson. Today, we're going to be looking at a new creative way that the Giants can bolster their receiving core, and it's going to be in the way of a trade for DeAndre Hopkins. The veteran wide receiver playing for the Arizona Cardinals is likely on his way out of Arizona this offseason. He had a no-trade contract or no-trade clause in his contract that was voided due to a six-game suspension that he served during the 2022 season. So now, the Cardinals blow it all up, rebuilding this thing. They're going to be shipping off DeAndre Hopkins most likely, and the Giants could be a potential suitor. Now, we've seen a few fans in the comment section be all over this trade idea, all against this trade idea, so we're going to go ahead, have a conversation about it, discuss the pros, the cons, why it might happen, why it might not happen, and dive into DeAndre Hopkins and what he could bring to the New York Giants. But before we do all of that, make sure to leave a like if you do enjoy this episode, and subscribe to the channel if you're new, and ring the bell so you don't miss an episode. But without further ado, Alex, how are you doing today my friend and what are your thoughts on potentially trading for DeAndre Hopkins man it's a beautiful Saturday the Giants obviously have a big need in the wide receiver core have needed something uh for a very long time now and there are ways that they can bolster this now we've discussed a lot of the draft prospects Jordan Addison Quentin Johnson Zay Flowers obviously Jackson's been in jig but there's a lot of players the Giants could go after in this draft class and upgrade that wide receiver unit but they could go a step further. You know, why not? If you're going to go and you're going to sign Daniel Jones to this massive extension, why not give him a really good receiver core? Like, allow him to make that money. That money's great and all, but if you're spending $35, $40 million for a player and you're not doing what needs to be done to give him the pieces to succeed, what's the purpose? There's no reason behind it. So if I'm looking at the Giants, in one offseason, they could overhaul that wide receiver core, as we've seen. Top receivers can do a lot of good things for quarterbacks. Even, you know, the Jets offense, look at them. You know, without Garrett Wilson, their offense is literally inept. He was a stud. You see what rookies can do. But established veterans like DeAndre Hopkins also have a ton of value. You know, a lot of, I know a lot of people are against the idea of trading for DeAndre Hopkins. And in fact, to be quite honest with you, I would prefer to wait to see if Arizona ends up cutting DeAndre Hopkins. I think they will have no choice unless a team trades for him. But his contract is pretty lofty. So if I was the Giants, I'd probably just wait to see if he hits free agency and take my chances there and not have to give up any draft capital in the process. But... To get DeAndre Hopkins, you're probably talking about like a fourth-round pick. You're not talking about giving up anything significant. Um, you're talking about late-round draft capital to get DeAndre Hopkins because of the contract situation. And as you mentioned, Arizona's trying to blow the whole thing up right now and restart um, to a degree. And obviously, they still have Kyler Murray, but he tore his ACL, and he'll be out for the start of the season. So they are going to be kind of working around that. But DeAndre Hopkins, the interesting thing is they have an out in his contract um, after last season. So they can cut him with $22.6 million in dead money. But if I'm the Giants, I might be able to say to them, hey, we know you're, you're going to eat 20, almost $23 million in dead money. How about we trade for him? You take on a portion of that money anyway. And that way you don't have to deal with the whole thing. And we take on some of it. You know, you, you kind of have a good balancing out there. They take on some of the money so that they can keep it down. The Giants take on some of the money. And that way it makes more sense financially. Maybe they end up tearing up the deal once DeAndre Hopkins gets there and they resign him to a different type of contract. But 
A lot of people will come up with the concept and the argument that DeAndre Hopkins is old, right? He's 30 years old. He's almost 31 years old. A lot of people say he's older. You know, he doesn't have the same capabilities. Look at some of the best receivers in football. Devontae Adams is like 30 years old. Cooper Cup's getting up there. Um, there's some really good receivers that are really just around that age range. And DeAndre Hopkins could still be a very good player. It would be the best receiver that Daniel Jones has ever had by far um, for at least a couple seasons while they groom some of their other guys. And maybe a young guy like Jordan Addison or someone they draft ends up becoming a star. And then, then DeAndre Hopkins is kind of expendable. And then, you know, you, you release him with a low um, amount of dead, uh, dead money. So I kind of feel like this could be a, a win-win for the Giants. Now, the full trade clause that he that he did have was voided because of the PED ex, ex, um, suspension earlier that season. So the PEDs, I don't think it was anything purposeful. I think he accidentally ingested something that was on the banned list. Um, it was like a small trace amount. So, you know, I'm not sitting here saying he's a bad dude by any means. Now, he played nine games in 2022 at 30 years old, 717 yards and three touchdowns in nine games. That's the best stat line a, Gi a Giants receiver would have in the last five, six years since OBJ has been here. Um, you know, 717 yards in nine games and three scores with a 67% catch rate. That's pretty damn solid. He's only two years removed from an all-pro second-team selection. He was an all-pro in 2019. Um, so you're looking at a player, you know, has gone through a couple of hiccups the past couple seasons, but the Arizona passing attack with Kyler Murray certainly wasn't ideal last year. I think transitioning over to a scheme led by Mike Kafka and Brian Dable, we might be able to see the last bit of juice of DeAndre Hopkins and really get the most out of him and allow Daniel Jones to have that wide receiver one and maybe pair him with a young stud in addition. So, Anthony, when you're looking at DeAndre Hopkins, what are your pros and cons? I see the benefits, but only if the money makes sense otherwise i don't think i would i would think twice about this i think i'd probably look in a free agency so the pros right off the bat the giants get a number one wide receiver like deandre hopkins is still one of the most talented receivers in the nfl he's your true prototypical x receiver that the giants have been looking for and unable to find over the past several seasons that's what deandre hopkins is no matter where he gets traded to he's probably going to be the best wide receiver on that team except for a handful of teams but he's not going to get traded to those teams because his contract is so lofty they're not going to pay two receivers but if you're looking at it from the giants perspective you don't have much money at all tied up into your wide receiver core they don't have anything all of their receivers from this past season they're about to be free agents starling shepherd they just signed uh isaiah hodgins back as an exclusive rights free agent whatever super cheap Richie James also a free agent that whole receiving core Darius Slayton they're all free agents it's time to bring in some new talent and spend some money at the position in my opinion and DeAndre Hopkins might be too much money arguably but if you negotiate with uh, Arizona they retain some of the salary uh, you don't bring on the full burden of that cap hit it can be affordable for the New York Giants uh, there's actually a mock trade from Pro Football Focus that I want to dive into. They have the trade compensation being the Giants giving up a second round pick in this year's draft, a fifth round pick in this year's draft to acquire DeAndre Hopkins, and they would only be acquiring a two-year $34 million contract with $0 in total guarantees. Now, they didn't really give much of an explanation as to how it becomes a zero total guaranteed, but I would assume that it has something to do with converting base salary into uh, signing bonus and stuff like that. Hopkins likely going to want a new contract with the trade. This might be an option where the Giants bring him on for two years at a cap hit underneath $20 million per season. It makes sense to me because I understand Hopkins. Yes, he is old, but trading for Hopkins doesn't necessarily stop you from also drafting another wide receiver. You know, you could trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he's your number one receiver. And then in the first round, if you get a guy like Jordan Addison and he's your number two, well, overnight, the Giants went from having arguably the 
the worst receiving core in football to arguably a top five receiving core in football with Hopkins and a really talented young rookie by his side that he can also mentor so that when Hopkins is ready to retire and move on, that young rookie is now developed and ready to go because he got to learn from one of the best receivers in the NFL. Pros and cons for Hopkins. Obviously, the major con is his age. He's declining in uh, performance ability. He's declining in you know health and everything like that. But the pros, man, he doesn't drop passes. That's something, Alex, you mentioned. Every time we talk about wide receivers, you always say we need some guys who don't drop passes because we are sick and tired of watching Giants wide receivers drop easy passes. Well, Hopkins... He doesn't drop passes very often. In fact, he has one of the lowest drop rates for his career out of like any wide receiver. If you take a look at it, he dropped, I think, one pass last season. Yeah, he dropped. So technically, he dropped five passes last season, according to Pro Football Reference. But Pro Football Focus said he dropped one. So I don't know where that discrepancy comes from. But over the past few years, he's never dropped more than five passes in a season. He's one of the most reliable wide receivers in the NFL, one of the best route runners. He's six foot one. He could play on the outside. He's exactly what the New York Giants have been looking for. But unable to find. So with Hopkins, again, the price is going to be steep. I don't know about that second round pick necessarily for Hopkins. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that, Alex. The reference point that they used was in 2021 when the Tennessee Titans traded for Julio Jones. They gave up a second and a fourth for Julio Jones plus a sixth round pick. Now, Julio Jones to the Titans did not work out. We all know that. That was a horrible trade for the Titans. Um, And so that kind of makes me skeptical that PFF is referencing that trade for this one. Because if the Giants were to get the same results out of this one that the Titans got from the Julio Jones trade, it would be a massive and colossal fail. So I don't know about the second round and the fifth round pick for Hopkins. But Alex, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. And if not the second and the fifth, what would you be willing to give up for Hopkins? As you just pointed out, that trade was a failure. So in my opinion, how could you possibly use that as a reference? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, because it's like if you're the Giants, you're, you're, you're going to Arizona, you're saying you want a second round pick and a fifth round, fourth round, whatever it might be. Let's go look at the one trade that didn't work out for. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this doesn't make sense for us because this did not work. You know, this, this uh, capital ended up being a total mistake. <clears throat> so that being the case. In no way, and I want to make this clear to everyone listening, everyone about to post some stupid shit in the comments, in no way am I giving up anything more than a third-round pick for John J. Hopkins, and that includes the Arizona Cardinals taking on a nice chunk of that contract to begin with, right? Because they're going to have to take on a big chunk of it no matter what, right? If they cut him, they still have about $23 million in dead money on the books. They have to wait out for the next two seasons, okay? If they trade him, they can get rid of a good amount of that uh, of that contract and those guarantees and those dead in that dead money. So with that being said, if I were, you know, the Cardinals, I would be like, all right, you know what? I'll, I'll trade him for whatever I can get. Because at the end of the day, it's more about getting the the money off the book so they can reallocate it toward an offensive lineman or somebody to help Kyler Murray or whatever they need, you know, a linebacker, I don't know. Anything that they could possibly want, that money will be reinvested. If they're like, we'll take $10 million off the contract and then we'll walk into the sunset. He has what a 19.5 million base salary this upcoming season. You take off like $10 million, you can reduce that a pretty substantial amount in 2024 as well. So in my opinion, if I'm the Giants, I'm looking like you guys don't have much leverage. You want to rebuild. You want to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins to clear some salary space. You're going to have about $23 million in dead money if you release him into free agency. We'll trade We'll trade for him. We'll take on some of that money to give you some uh, clearance, some some salary relief. But we're not going to give you a second-round pick for it. That's fucking ridiculous. Excuse my language. That's just the stupidest shit I've ever heard. So, <laughs> you know, this is kind of how I'm feeling right now, guys, is that if we're going to go and trade for DeAndre Hopkins, 
it has to make sense. I'm not giving up premium draft uh, draft capital to get DeAndre Hopkins because ultimately he's going to end up becoming a free agent anyway. You know, I'd rather take my chances to give up a second round pick for him. I'd rather go out there into free agency and just try to sign him because look, you mentioned it before. Good teams, Super Bowl caliber teams already have good wide receiver cores. You know what I mean? You look at some of the better teams. The Bengals, they already have they have T. Higgins for one more year. They still have Jamar Chase. <clears throat> they have Tyler Board, a nice little thing there. The Buffalo Bills, you got Gabriel Davis, you got Stephon Diggs. Um, you look at the Chiefs. I mean, they don't even need a great wide receiver core. They just need pickups. They just need Mahomes to be healthy and they can win. They have Travis Kelsey. That's all they need. You know, they don't need DeAndre Hopkins to win a Super Bowl. They, they probably would rather take that money and allocate it toward defense because that's probably where their biggest weaknesses lie. Um, so that's kind of how I feel. I don't think big teams with Super Bowl, you know, views are looking at DeAndre Hopkins as a as a reasonable, you know, option because he's going to want money and a lot of those teams already have established wide receiver cores. You know, if you look at the 49ers, they need a freaking quarterback, let alone um, other things. And they're not a they're not a passing uh, team. They they like to run the ball very effectively. And they still have Brandon Ayuk. They still have Debo Samuel. They have their entire cast ready to go and Christian McCaffrey going forward. So looking at the good teams in the NFL, there's not many that are going to be looking at DeAndre Hopkins as a last piece to the puzzle. In fact, I think he's going to have to settle for a team that's like con- that's willing to get or able to contend like the Giants. They will be able to contend because we will hopefully get better this offseason. And then you have yourself a wide receiver one. You don't have to give him a ton of money. And you don't, have, you don't have to give up any draft capital if he ends up hitting free agency. So, again, I, I'd be fine trading for him if the Arizona Cardinals are willing to take on some money and they're not going to try and steamroll us into giving uh, giving them a second-round pick and, and then some. So I'll, I'll ask you this as kind of the last like wrap-up sequence here. What is your maximum you'd be willing to give up for DeAndre Hopkins? Because second-round pick and then some, that's off the board for me 100%. Yeah, so the mock trade that we looked at had a second and a fourth, I think it was. I would be willing to give up a third and a fifth. I think that makes more sense. The third-round picks, the Giants have two of them. So first of all, that right there makes me more comfortable departing with one of them. We only have one second-round pick this year, and it's going to be super valuable because there's a lot of talent in that round two range that I want the Giants to find and capitalize on. But in that round three range, having two picks... I'm okay with giving up one of them if you're getting a bona fide star in a guy like DeAndre Hopkins personally. So a third and a fifth makes sense to me. Hopkins entering the twilight stages of his career, still a very good player, but not the player that he once was. I think that two mid-round picks make sense, but anything in the first two rounds, that's too rich for my liking. Again, we just talked about the Julio Jones trade. That didn't pan out. I don't want to lose out on a second round pick for Hopkins if Hopkins ends up crap in the bed and not turning into the player that he once was, right? That's what happened to the Titans with Julio Jones. But giving up a third and a fifth, I'm okay with taking that chance. That feels a lot more comfortable to me. Again, especially considering the Giants have two third round picks and they could have another one on the way depending on the compensation picks that they might get. They could potentially get another technically third or fourth round pick uh, from compensation, compensatory picks. So we'll see about that. And another thing you mentioned is the Cardinals need to take on a good bit of the salary, right? So if you look at the uh, at his contract on over the cap, if the Cardinals trade him, they will incur a dead ca- a dead money penalty of twenty two point six million, and they will only free up eight point one five of salary cap savings. Now. I'm not a thousand percent sure about this, but I'm pretty sure the way that that works is that means that the Cardinals would be paying that 22.6 million of his salary and the Giants would only be paying that 8.15 of his salary. That's what his cap hit would be with the Giants. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So if you're talking about DeAndre Hopkins on a cap hit of $8 million for the 2023 season, I'm sorry, but that is an absolute bargain. (laughs) That is like an absolute steal. A player of Hopkins' talents, 
those are players with cap hits of 20 to 30 million dollars if you have him on a cap hit of 8 million dollars yes that makes this trade 10 times more enticing to me again I know it's only two years that you're going to have the player 2023 2024 the cap hit would actually be 15 million in 2024 so it's going to bump up but you could also extend him at that point and then you can lower that cap hit and keep him on for an extra season there's a lot of ways that you can maneuver this contract I actually think this is one of the more trade friendly contracts for the Giants to look at I think when you're looking at players like T Higgins Brandon Ayuk you have to give them brand new five-year almost hundred million dollar deals that's much tougher to do but when you're trading for a veteran coming to the end coming to the close of a contract like this the contract has a lot of maneuverability and you can definitely lower the cap hit and make it affordable but just to answer your question soundly if I was the Giants in free agency two-year deal probably around 25 million dollars is what I would pay for Hopkins and if it's a trade a third and a fifth I think that makes a lot of sense and again Hopkins steps in day one is your WR1 and makes a huge impact but Alex just to throw it back to you in free agency what's the contract if he does get cut by the Cardinals what's the contract you're willing to give him so that's a good question. Um, given the fact that he's going to be 31 years old by the time the season starts and, you know, there are, I guess you could say, concerns regarding the last two seasons, I still think his production would be fine. I still think he's a very good – he's an automatic wide receiver one um, for teams that need receivers. I'd probably be willing to give him a two-year deal, maybe $16 million per season, $15 million per season because I feel like a receiver of that magnitude is probably making – more than that but I feel like at his age you give him a, some good guarantees that's fine and that gives you enough time to find a young stud who you can then leverage into the wide receiver one position then John Hopkins is gone over two years maybe you, you put the the most of the money you know I guess you could split it up evenly between year one and year two but like it's never a bad thing to have DeAndre Hopkins on your roster you know what I mean at the very least he's gonna be the number one option for Daniel Jones and it's not gonna be close and he's and he's freaking great route runner good hands he gets open he can make uh you know physical catches he can high point the football he's reliable you know what I mean He's someone that we can throw to, you know, 10 times, 15 times a game, and he's going to produce for us. As long as that ball is within his vicinity, he's going to he's gonna produce, you know. He know he understands, uh, like, uh, you know, just um, using his body for, as leverage. He understands how to make the most um, of every opportunity, and I think that we haven't had a receiver like this in a very, very long time. Now, is he the fastest guy in, in the world? No, but with the ball in his hands after the catch, he can move. Like, he is very dangerous, you know. And in the red zone, he, that's the guy you want in the red zone. Having a wide receiver like that and then getting and then drafting someone, getting Juan Dale back, having Isaiah Hodgins as your wide receiver three um, X, you know, this is a good scenario to, to have. Um, and, and I'm cool with that because I think that, you know, depending on what happens to the running back position, you may, there, there is an argument to say, like, you could take the, the money from Saquon Barkley if they don't go in that direction and apply it to a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. And, like, what do you what do you value more, essentially? Like, do you value Saquon more or do you value, value DeAndre Hopkins more? I imagine 99% of Giants fans are going to say they'd rather have Saquon Barkley um, just because, you know, he's a leader. He's someone we're used to. He's, you know, done everything right. And he's been with the team for a long time. I mean, maybe there's more percentage that would go with the, the wide receiver one over the running back one. So I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts on that in the YouTube comment section, as always, my friends. Uh, but, Anthony, I'll let you close it out here as we uh, kind of wrap up the DeAndre Hopkins discussion. It's definitely an interesting one and one that I will be monitoring this offseason. I agree. I do think it's worth monitoring. I'll throw one more reference point trade out there, and I think this one might make more sense, okay, than that Julio Jones one that didn't pan out at all for Tennessee. Here's one. Amari Cooper traded from the Cowboys to the Cleveland Browns for two fifth-round picks and a swap of sixth-round picks. That sounds like it makes a lot more sense. Again, Cooper yeah. was entering twilight stages of his career on a big contract. 
Cowboys needed to offload the contract. That makes sense. I think that should be the reference point. That's what the Giants build on if the Hopkins, if uh, the Hopkins trade begins to come to fruition. But again, I'm a supporter of the trade for the right price, and I think that's how you feel as well, Alex, and how a lot of people are going to feel in the comment section. But let us know down below what your thoughts are on a potential trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Make sure to leave a like if you did enjoy this episode, and subscribe to Fireside Giants if you are new to the channel. Ring the bell so you don't miss an episode. Ding. We'll catch you all on the next one. Have a good one, and let's go Giants. Thank you.